my down bad is Iowa, Wisconsin, and Creighton because I talked about it a little bit earlier. Sam Greasel is 4-0 against these teams since coming to Nebraska. And that's incredible. This is the Boys Down Bad podcast. Back with another week. It's a two-man pod tonight. Just two of us here. The the other boys are grinding. Yep. You know, can't fault them for it. Do you know where Tommy is? Mm, vacation. Okay. Do you Might put be, in PTO? I don't know. Big vacation guy. Yeah. That's okay. And that's great. We love that for him. Just but, don't have a producer. Yeah. Producer's an elusive thing to get. But yeah. You know who might be able to help with that? Who? The boys have a special announcement. We have now, as of now, officially signed a contract with Herdat Media. So yep. give it up for Herdat. Thank you, Herdat. Very exciting. We're very excited to um, start working with them. Um, kind of a culmination of a lot of hard work by the boys. Yeah, a year of just grinding. A lot of grinding. Um, just scheduling interviews, you know, putting together reels, putting together videos. It's, you know, we put in the work for you guys. And it's cool that some of it's paying off. It's not easy. It's That's not. what people... I think when they're like, oh, I could do a podcast, mm-hmm. you could record on yeah. your phone right? and then just upload it, but it's not easy. No, it's hard to get like good quality and make sure everything works because we've had many experiences of just things just not working. We don't really know why. So hopefully Herdat will be able to help us with that. We're super thankful for them. Excited we excited for what we can turn this into. Yeah. So we're going to keep grinding. Just kind of doing it for fun right now. Haven't had a ton of like backing and now mm-hmm. get a little bit of help a little bit of publicity yeah we're super excited so thank yeah. you heard that excited thank to get you. to work with you um another kind of housekeeping thing um before we start the pod um the boys at no block no rock podcast shout out no block no rock have started the nebraska podcast awards yeah which is fantastic idea um and we got I guess nominated for it. Um, they reached out to us, so we, um, I think it's in August. Yeah, it's I August nineteenth. I think August nineteenth. Um, so don't know a ton about it yet, but um, they have like ten to twelve categories that they're having people vote on. Um, there's like best comedy podcast, um, best betting advice. Yeah, we should pull up the list. Let me pull that up here. But anyway, we were nominated for it. And we would love if Boys Down Bad Nation could go um, vote for us. I think you can pick three. You can um, pick three per category. Three per category. Or th- per per podcast. Yeah. Three per podcast. So um, we're trying to, we're going for, let me yeah, pull what it are we up going here. For? So we can all, Boys Down Bad Nation can get on the same page. So we're going for best guests, which we should run away with, in theory. In theory, yeah. Um, bet your mortgage award, which is a betting advice. Mm-hmm. Hypothetical. Remember, we did hit a five team parlay. <laughs> we hit one parlay, and then for the whole year, <laughs> new kids on the block. Best cod, best podcast, one year or younger. So mm-hmm. we're right on that one year. Yep. So, so if you could go um, vote for us in those three categories, we would really appreciate it. So we'll throw um, some posts out and put the link in the description, and everything. But. We'd appreciate it if you guys go vote. So exciting things for the boys. Yeah. You just have to put an email in 
and then you can vote for some other ones. Just make sure it's not bet your mortgage, which if we don't win that one, that's fine. Yeah. We get it. If you look at our TikTok, they haven't been great all the time. <laughs> we had a couple that did well. But best guess, I mean, Malachi Coleman. Sam Greasel, Sam Hoiberg, Anthony Greasel. Grant. Um, we, the list goes on. Yeah. So just take a look at the YouTube page. Yeah. Go so, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. We would appreciate it. Speaking of guests, we have Nebraska football tight end recruit Ismail Smith Flores on this week's pod awesome interview with him I really like that guy yeah it just seems like a guy who wants to come in and just work Mm -hmm. he talked about how you know Nebraska is a place where you're going to be set up well even if you don't play a lot yep so tune in for that yep his dad went to Iowa and he chose Nebraska so that's kind of cool can't blame him can't blame him he did the right thing yep so stick around for that that'll be at the end of the pod um, but let's move into a little bit of Husker talk. Start the pod. Um, the boys went into Iowa, got a huge win on Sunday. Yep. Um, super fun to watch. Greasel balled out. Um, the boys are they're just playing hard. They're playing well. I know we slipped up against Michigan State. Should have won that game, but I mean, it's it wasn't for them not competing hard. Yeah. Sam needs to shoot more. I think so too. He's and been stroking lately. I get that's not really his game. He's yeah, more facilitator. It's not, it's not his game, but if he's open, just take it. Yeah, because we're just trying to make something happen here. Mm-hmm. Trying to make a run. We're throwing out the percentages. We're not trying to get cute with keeping our percentages high. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to win games. Yep. It's March. Anything can happen. Yeah. We've got Minnesota on win. Wednesday. Win. So we won. I don't really like doing that anymore since we lost. We're gonna be. Minnesota, and then we're not going to say anything else. Yeah. We're going to beat Minnesota. That's a win. Um, and then we'll have Maryland, and then Indiana is our road. Yep. So it's not um, the easiest, but I like our side. Yeah. I mean, I said it last pod. No one wants to play us. Correct. You, no one should want to play this Nebraska team right now. No. We play too hard. You know, we've we've turned the ball over a lot recently, but normally we're a pretty fundamentally sound team. Yeah. And just it's we're a team that you don't want to play, especially if Casey's hot. Yeah. So, um Jamarcus Lawrence won Big Ten Freshman of the Week this yep. this week, which was awesome to see. He has been I since he started I can't remember when he s- started starting. I think it was like five games ago or something. But he he's been a difference maker. Um, yeah. and he's a freshman, so it's we got more future years. point guard. Yeah. Us. It's. I've said it before. It just sucks that we couldn't get Sam earlier, mm-hmm. especially having Derek Walker. I just think he's such. It's just like a unicorn because yes. you're not running across six, five, six, six point guards in the Big Ten. Yeah, who can handle the ball, shoot, pass. He can rebound. Yeah, he can do everything. And he also just plays hard. He yep. cares about what it means to play at Nebraska, which. Especially with these teams that it's not a Duke, it's not a North Carolina, where like playing for Nebraska on the outside doesn't really mean a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Unless you're like a Nebraska fan, if you're somebody who really cares about the program just in general, it's not the flashy name. Yep. So it's cool to see people who really make it mean something to them. Yep. Where it's not just like, yeah, I just played Division One basketball. It's right. He plays Division One b- 
fastball at Nebraska and cares about it, which is pretty rare. That, it is rare, but he is uh, awesome to watch. Um, yeah, well, sad to see him go. I'll talk about him again in a little bit, but um, spring football is two weeks away. Yep. Um, I think there are, there are a couple of press conferences today. Yeah, um, it was Fedoni. Fedoni and Rule. Then who was from the defense? Um, was it Borders? It might have been Chief. That's all I can think. I I, I did watch some of them, and I was impressed mm-hmm. per usual. Yep, it's uh, the I mean, I've I've simmered down a little bit on my excitement. Yeah, but I think once spring starts, it'll be all the way back up again. Yeah, it's just tough right now because we're at the point where there's not going to be more transfers. Yeah, we'll just cut this part. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Oh, I thought we were just going to cut that. No, anyway. No, go ahead. Yeah, it's just at a point where we're not getting a lot of like, commits. It's not transfer season, so mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot to get super excited for. This is, uh, um, what's the, the saying where it's like, work hard when no one's watching? You know, yeah, because like it's grind season. Like, no, yeah. it's not. Football isn't really super talked about in the news right now because we're just working. We're yeah. just grinding. I'm excited. Once spring hits, it's all in mm-hmm. because once the spring game, I saw it's like forty five thousand tickets have been sold. Yeah, so it's gonna be packed. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's exciting. Three weeks from now, I'm gonna be even more bought in, and it's gonna be. Scary, but I'm all in for it. Yes, exactly. Um, let's move into the down bads of the week. Just two for you today, but Peters, what do you got? Yeah, so mine is Ja Morant. Um, we don't condone gun violence. No. We're not We're not huge gun guys. I'm not don't. really a gun guy. Yeah, and so the latest news was he, on Instagram Live, flashed a gun in a strip club. Um, can't do that. Mm-hmm. Because one, why are you doing that in general? Mm-hmm. Two, it was a road game at Denver, so if you're kind of doing the math here, you brought a gun on a team plane. Probably yes. So, and this is just like one of the many things that have happened recently. He allegedly was his inner circle had a red laser aimed at Indiana Pacers during. After a confrontation after the game. In their bus, right? I believe so. Yeah. So you can't do that. Can't do that. And then he was punching. This was, I got a pickup game. Mm-hmm. Um, allegedly punched a teen dozen of times, flashed, and then flashed a gun. You can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do either of those things. And then he acu- was accused of making threatening statements at a Memphis mall guard. That one I didn't know about. I think he was with his mom. Because I think his mom got into, like, an altercation or something. And then he, like, stepped in. Yeah, and then he's just, I think he's set to make, like, $281 million in the Mm offseason. He got a shoe deal with Nike. He's suspended indefinitely, which isn't breaking news. But I saw he deleted Twitter and Instagram. That's a good, probably a good first step. Yeah. Instagram for sure. Yep. You just can't have a gun. No. And just, he also, just be just, smart. 
Yeah, if you're a if you're a gun guy, be smart with your guns. Yeah. And maybe he just shouldn't be a gun guy. Maybe. And you just need to be a little bit more responsible. We gotta know our role. Yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna make two here's a tip for you. If you're gonna make two hundred and eighty one million dollars, don't touch your gun. Just lay low for a couple months. Just hoop. Just hoop. That's all. That's all we gotta do. <laughs> just get the bag. No guns. Hoop and also, get your bag. Don't be shirtless at a strip club. Kind of a weird move. Yeah. I don't know. That's you not need, your role. Got some things, yeah. Know your role. We just we need to know our roles right now. Yeah. It's and your job. We don't like I said, we don't condone that action. We just want people to be smart, mm-hmm. make good decisions, get your bag. Exactly. Love it. Well, hate it, but Yeah, we don't love what's going no, on. No, we don't love what's going on, but that's a good down bad. Uh, my down bad is Iowa, Wisconsin, and Creighton because I talked about it a little bit earlier. Sam Griesel is 4-0 against these teams since coming to Nebraska, and that's incredible because yeah. this was the first time that we swept Iowa in basketball in a really long time. Since I think we joined the Big Ten. So, yeah, I think so. So, so it hasn't it, happened much. He's just a like, – like we talked about, he's just a guy who comes in and makes an impact because it means so much to him. Yeah. And – Husker Nation has rallied around him, so has the team, and it's just been cool to watch. Yeah. Like I said, it's just he's fun to watch, especially at East. We saw him play all throughout high school, mm-hmm. which is even cooler to see, like, because I think he played varsity as a sophomore. Yep. So it's cool to see him go full circle. Obviously, went to NDSU, watched him there, and then back in Nebraska. It's, it's just fun. It Wish we had fun. another year. How can we get Sam another year? We'll we'll pull some strings. If Casey doesn't come back, can we give his extra year to Sam? Is that how it works? No. Can we just trade? trade? I wish. <laughs> I wish, too. Yep. But, like he said, I think his quote was, we're not done yet. Yeah. We're not done yet. Because we were talking earlier. I think, obviously, best case scenario is we win the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Is it likely... Probably not. Probably not. Could, though. It's yeah, March. I mean, Anything can happen. You don't want to play. I guarantee you no team wants to play Nebraska right no. now. No. Especially, I think, if we went 2-1 and one beating Michigan State at home, I think it's like, well, they won all their home games, but then they lost on the road. Yeah. We showed we can go into a road environment, and we're playing neutral site games now. Yep. So now it's like, do we want to see a team that is hot, one, and that can win on the road. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, it's March. Anything can happen. I think can happen. scenario two that we would want is get to the Big Ten title game, and if we lose to Purdue, maybe, because that gets us to, you said, 20 and 16. Yeah, that's if we go 4-1 four, four and one in the tournament, which would be 20 and 16. Which and Losing in the Big Ten. I feel like we would get in with that. I... <sighs> We probably get into like the playing game, yeah, which we'll take. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Worst case scenario is a team that's like on the bubble from the other side of the D- Big Ten wins it all, and Nebraska loses, like in the Big Ten title to like a Michigan, mm-hmm. where that's a bid stealer. If we lose to Purdue, newsflash: Purdue's getting a one seed. If they get to the Big T- Big Ten title game, they're getting a one. Yeah, for sure. So, hundred percent. If we lose to them in the Big Ten title game. Not the end of the world, obviously. We'd yeah. like that auto bid, but... We almost beat them earlier this year, so... Yeah. Who knows? 
We just can't have like a Michigan or like a Wisconsin. Yeah, I can't have a bubble team win. Yeah, because then it's then you're already obviously. I think more than two teams are going to get. I don't think that's a wild take that two teams are going to get bids from the Big Ten. But yeah, a bid stealer kind of screws us. It does. Um, let's talk a little college hoops. It was a big weekend, um, finishing up the regular season games before the conference tournaments. I just have I have a list of of games that happened this weekend. I just wanted maybe your thoughts on each one. Okay. Uh, did you watch a lot of basketball this weekend? It was on. Yeah. I was doing a lot of dad duty this weekend. Yeah. That's but it was on. Um, Houston beat Memphis on a buzzer beater. Yeah, I saw the storm chasers were there. Yep. Did you have you did you see their stadium? The court, Memphis, or the court, yeah, yeah. It's it's always bad. Yeah, it's weird. I did like the fans were like separated, like blue and white, like striped. Okay. I didn't see that. Just pretty cool. There's the court is just egregious. It's it's weird. Like it's hard to look at. Yeah, it's, I saw one tweet. It was like Memphis hits a buzzer beater from the logo, and it's like the whole court is just <laughs> basically the logo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Next game, Indiana beat Michigan in overtime. Um, that was on Sunday. That was a game that Michigan really needed for their bubble chances. Yeah, because they just can't. I'm. I hate Michigan. Yeah, it's. I don't love Dickinson. Dickinson has been there for 15 years, I think. Yeah, I also don't like just the yellow uniforms. Mm-hmm. Hate it. Joey Baker from Duke is at Michigan now. Yep. Didn't know that until about two weeks ago. <laughs> yep. Indiana. Also, another guy who's been in college for 15 years, Trace Jackson, Jackson Davis. Davis. He's yeah. been there forever. I feel like this year you saw a lot of guys come back. Obviously, Dickinson, Trace Jackson Davis, like Shibwe. A lot of guys came back, and they also got the COVID year, so they've really been in school for like six years. Mm-hmm. So it's it's weird like knowing this many guys. Yep. Um a&M beat Bama. That was a big win for them. Um, anytime I hypo- hypothetically bet on Bama, they they do terrible. It's just it. I am the Bama curse. So. Yeah, you gotta stop doing that. Yeah, or maybe keep doing it. Or keep doing. Want... I don't really. They're gonna lose in like the Sweet Sixteen. I think that's just what they always do. Or they're gonna win it all. Or they might win it all. But I think they might win it all. <laughs> <laughs> um, Seton Hall killed Providence. I don't think Providence is good. The yeah. past couple weeks they have sucked. I think they're possibly a first round upset. Yeah, I mean I haven't seen what like their projected, what line they're supposed to be on, but I always just see it on like Twitter, like people are betting on Providence, and I'm just like, yep. I never have a ton of confidence in Providence. I don't no. know why. No, um, Auburn beat Tennessee. That was a really good game. Um, Going to Auburn in basketball is one of probably one of the toughest places to play in the nation. I think that crowd gets crazy, and they always win at home. Yeah, they're gonna be. I think they'll definitely make it in, but they'll be a kind of a scary team. I think. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma beat TCU. Oklahoma is the anomaly of college basketball right now. They kill ranked teams and get killed by bad teams. Yeah, it's it's weird seeing. Just hearing all these like football schools that yeah. are now basket like TCU basketball just should not be good, but they are. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of football schools. 
better get. Um, Texas killed Kansas. Game was never close. Um, Duke beat UNC. Did you watch any of that game? I did not. Just a bad game. It w- both teams are not good. Yeah. I, s- I feel like it's crazy Duke isn't ranked because I think they were like 20 and... They were like 22 and 8 or something like yeah. that. I didn't realize they didn't lose a home game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were undefeated at home. It's I, it's truly, I think, because of the coaches now. Mm-hmm. Because this used to be always a high-scoring game. It was always a shootout because it was all the one-and-dones, and now you have a lot of guys coming back for both schools. I just, it, when it was Roy Williams and Coach K, it, it meant something, and I feel like yeah. with Hubert Davis and John Shire, it's, it's just, just not the same. No, not at all. Which sucks because that's, I mean, you put that up with, Auburn, Alabama, yep. Yankees, Red Sox. Yeah, And it true. just, what does it mean now? Nothing. And I think I saw UNC has one quad one win this yeah. year. Which is, that's and it was just a home, shocking. It was because Virginia was ranked. North Carolina was favored in the game. Their one quad one win, they were favored in, too. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I, I don't think Hubert Davis is the guy. At, no, I don't think so. Um, and then UCLA beat Arizona in a late night game. Um, I like UCLA. Uh, they someone just got hurt. I can't remember his name. One of their guards. One I of, thought. One of their yeah, he's really really good defensive player. His name's Jalen something, but he got hurt. So that's that'll be tough for them moving on in March. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's college hoops yep. this weekend. Um, conference tournaments this week always a fun time. Yeah, there's just, just basketball on all the time. It's yeah. crazy. This is when you hope you saved a couple of units from football season. Yeah. Because from now until the end of March, it's there's always games on. Mm-hmm. And it's not mm-hmm. mid-majors anymore. No, it's big-time games. So it's exciting. Um, let's talk some NFL. We had some NFL news this week. Um, and then we'll jump into the combine. Um, Derek Carr today signed with the Saints. Did he sign? I okay. Signed I saw the, the thing that they were the front runner. I didn't. Did he get a bag, or has it been announced? Um, I don't think it's been announced yet. At least that I've seen. I'm sure when it, this comes out, it will be. Yeah. But um, just when I think of the Saints, I just think boring football. Yeah. And I, the, at least over the past couple of years. And, like, Derek Carr doesn't make you exciting. No, just kind of a boring, you know, like a Carson Wentz yeah. caliber quarterback. I think he's a little better. Um, but interest, I I was just shocked when I saw that. I just never really – I know they tried to get him last year in a trade, but it just – it's a weird fit. I don't it's, know. It's definitely a step up from, like, Jameis and Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. But it's not – I thought Derek Carr could get more, like, go to a better team. I think, like, with the Jets, I think they're waiting on Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So they weren't going to take a chance yet. But I, when I saw Saints, I was like, yeah, I guess they do need a quarterback. But yeah, it's just underwhelming. I don't know. I also, like, I don't see Derek Carr as a New Orleans guy. No, I don't think so. Doesn't seem like he goes out to, what's it called? The Bayou. Yeah. Go eat some gumbo. Yeah. I had gumbo the, for the first time last week. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. I liked it. Very good. Um, I saw Phil Rivers wants to make a comeback potentially, which that he just for shouldn't. Colts? I think they might try to draft a quarterback. 
That's we'll talk about that in a little bit, but that's interesting. Um, I just don't see him fitting in anywhere. No, he needs to stay home with his fifty kids. And yeah, just be a dad. Yeah, for now. just be a dad. Yeah, he had a great career. Um, you know, one of the all time best choke artists. Chargers. Just doesn't doesn't need to try and make a like try and cement his legacy. No, no. You're you're Philip Rivers. You're just you. You are who, who you we, are. Yeah. <laughs> he is who we thought he was. Yes, exactly. Um, and then we just saw before we started recording, Gino got Gino got a bag. Yeah, 105 for three for from Se- from Seattle. So That's, good for Gino, I guess. I wonder how much it was guaranteed. I don't know. I just saw the initial initial tweet. I bet at least 75. Yeah, I and mean, this is gonna look really dumb because it's probably out by <laughs> now. Yeah, <laughs> like 75 million guaranteed. How long has Gino been in the league? I saw he was at West Virginia from 2009 to 2012. Okay. So 10, ten years. years. That's not as long as I thought. When I think of Geno Smith, I just think he's been there forever, just in the league forever. Yeah. And hasn't done much until last year. So, you know, happy for Geno that he got a bag. Yeah. I'm not going to shame anybody for getting a bag. No. But, Seattle, what are you doing? <laughs> I definitely think he should have got paid. Yeah, but I would have thought like three years, like seventy-five million. Give him twenty-five million a year. Yeah, hundred and five is a lot. Yeah, three for three. Years. When you said a hundred and five, I figured it was for like five. Yeah, three years. These quarterback contracts are just. Yeah, Danny Dimes is about to make a bag. Yeah, because what's he asking for? Like forty-five. Yeah, it was so. Yes, I think it was forty-five, and like. Total, I think he wants like probably eight, a four eight, year deal. I think it was more than that. I guess he is young. I think it was like eight years or something. Like it was going to be over 400 mil. You just can't ask for 400 mil because <laughs> Mahomes got like 500 mil. I th- yeah, I think he got 500. So you just can't pay Daniel Jones 500 no, or 400. I mean, that's so much money. Not after he was literally on the hot seat as a quarterback this, going into this year. Yeah. He played good. Yeah. It wasn't like super great. It's not 45 a year. No. But I think we said either last pod or two pods ago, it's the classic, You, I go high, you go low, we'll meet in the middle. Yeah, that's true. So they're going to, they probably offered him, let's say 35. Mm-hmm. He countered with 45. They'll probably agree on like 40. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be a little bit more than Gino. Yeah, I, I mean, that's think. the best thing for Daniel Jones right yeah, now is Gino that, getting paid. Yes. Obviously, it's true. only for three years, but still 35 a year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that was all the NFL news. So let's talk a little bit about the Combine. Um, Anthony Richardson. Yeah. Had a day. Best, like, testing. Yep. Or, like, best, I don't know, what do you call it? Stats? Stature. Like, some were saying like all time for a yeah. quarterback. I think he had the fastest. Couldn't have been the fastest forty. No, he jumped the highest. Yeah, and jumped highest the furthest. Jump. And jumped the furthest. Yeah. And I think he ran like a four four. That's good. Yeah. And he was. He's got an arm. Yeah. Someone some bombs. He does, he's gonna. I think. He, I think he'll be better than Zach Wilson. Yeah. But I think you're gonna see like, he puts up huge like 
great numbers at the combine. He's going to have a really good pro day. Somebody's going to take a chance on him, and is it really going to pan out? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It's uh, I'm very intrigued this year. Normally, if the Cowboys aren't like in the mix for you know a, a high up draft pick, I don't pay that much attention to the draft. Um, but this year, I'm just intrigued because, you know, you have Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, and they could honestly all three go in any order. Yeah, and Will Levis is up there. Like Will Levis, um, Anthony Richardson. Oh, Bryce Will Young. Levis. Yeah, and then C.J. And C.J. Yeah, and that, I like honestly don't know, and I don't think anyone really knows like where they're gonna go. No, because. I saw CJ Stroud, not the best, like, answers to questions. Mm. I think he said, like, I don't want to go to Chicago because Justin Fields is, like, my guy. So, I mean, that's, yeah. But the Bears have the number one pick. Yeah. So you want, ideally you should want to go to the Bears because you want to go first. Yeah. I get... He's probably like I don't think the Bears are going to take a quarterback. No, I don't think that's won't. a wild take. But and then he said somebody like asked like who he looks up to, and he said Michael Vick and Deshaun Watson. Oh, so you couldn't. Pick I think two. He, I think he also threw in Joe Burrow. I think okay. I think he threw those three guys out, and then Joe Burrow got cut. Okay, I, because it's a better. You can't pick two worse guys to name there. For sure, Deshaun Watson, you can't do that. Yeah. Michael Vick, I think he said because he wore number seven and he tries to like model his game after him. Okay. You can That's maybe fair. say Michael Vick, I think, enough time. I'll, obviously not a great guy. Yeah. But enough time has gone by. Deshaun Watson, you cannot say. No. <laughs> you That's really just can't. the worst guy you could have picked. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough look. Um, but, yeah, I know the Colts are at four. And they're they need a quarterback. Yep, they're gonna take a quarterback. Obviously, there's three, probably three quarterbacks that you want to take. Yeah, and you know, you you think that a team will probably trade up to the one spot to take a quarterback? You would think. Yeah, I don't. I don't think if you're the Bears, you can take the number one pick, especially because Jalen Carter from Georgia is mm-hmm. probably slipping now. Yeah. Because of what happened. I don't know if you can take... I mean, we're going to find out what happens with that legally. Yeah. Not going to dive too far into that. No. (laughs) But I don't think he's probably, like, top five. So maybe you can slide, like, take him... If you can slide back to, like, ten, and if he's still there. Because enough teams are going to want a quarterback where you can get, like... You can trade back to, like, four and then get another first-round pick. Next year, yeah. Yeah, so the Colts are in an interesting spot because the first three picks will probably be quarterbacks, you would think. Yeah, because they're at four. Yeah, so do they trade up even just one pick to get a quarterback, get a chance at a quarterback? I feel like if you're going to not, I I feel like if you're going to trade up, you probably want to go to at least number two because then you have options at quarterback. Right, you're not just picking the last guy who wasn't picked. Because if. Like, if the Texans go up to one, but you can somehow get to two, you're going to have either 
probably C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, and Anthony Richardson. I don't think you – I don't know why Anthony Richardson is flying to the top of odds. I don't think you can take him if you're – if you really need a quarterback, I don't think you can take him. But I feel like you don't want to have number three just because it's slim picking. Like you might – you can talk yourself into that you have two options, but yeah, do you really – Probably not. Probably not, yeah. So, I think, I don't think, I don't see a scenario where the Bears don't trade down. I don't either. Because I don't think you can, I don't think there's a number one guy that isn't a quarterback. Because all year it was Will Anderson was going to be the number one pick, but now it's, there's just enough teams that need quarterbacks where. Right. You trade back. Um, Husker News, Trey Palmer, pretty good showing. Yeah, ran a four three three. Yep, um, I saw him catch. I think it was one of Anthony Richardson's deep balls. He was just flying. That guy's fast. I never yeah. really noticed how fast he was at Nebraska, but he was—he's a quick guy. I saw an interview that they asked him like if he thought if he reran the forty if he could run a faster forty time, and he said that he wants to rerun at the pro day. And they asked, "Are you going to?" And he said, "No." Oh. <laughs> Like, no chance. But why would you? Yeah, why risk pulling something? Or, yeah, you like, know. upside, you run, like, a 4... I mean, you ran a 4-3-3. Three, three. If he runs, like, a 4-3, is that going to get him out of the second day? Probably no. not. He'd have to run, like, a 4-2. Yeah. And you still probably aren't getting out of the second day. Yeah, how much does it really matter at that point? Not enough to run it again, where best-case scenario, you get to, like, a 4-2-5. Mm-hmm. Worst-case scenario, you... you you know, pull something, tear something. Yep. Just not worth it. Yep. Any other uh, combine news? Bryce Young. Oh, yes, Bryce Young. 5'10", 204. 5'10", 204. Guy put on, put on some weight. Yeah. For we the talking, day, at least. <laughs> he probably played at like 185, 190. So, potentially gained 19 pounds from his last That's game to... So he didn't do anything else, which not super surprising. So he just got weighed. And I think he got weighed and measured, and that was it. <laughs> I saw him like walking in with like a tight end, and you just can't walk in with a tight end, mm-hmm. especially when the biggest question is how tall is he. Yeah, <laughs> you need to walk in with the shortest guy possible. Yep, look a little bit bigger. But yeah, I'm intrigued to see where he goes and how much this is gonna matter in his career. I don't know. Yeah, I. The weight is the bigger issue, I think, because, I mean, 5'10", it's not like he's 5'8". Yeah. It's, you'd obviously like him to be, like, 6'2", but being at, like, 185, you just bring a lot of injury questions in, Mm -hmm. where defensive linemen are 300 pounds, and if he's 185, he's just going to get destroyed. Destroyed, yeah. But... Yeah, we'll I mean see he'll what happens. he'll do everything at his pro day, but yep. Um, last thing I want to talk about was the Arnold Palmer Invitational happened this weekend. I only watched like the last couple holes. I didn't watch a second of it. But that's all you needed to watch, because it was. I mean, Kurt Kitayama, first PGA Tour win. Yeah, that's a good one. It's Three really point cool six million. I wonder if there'll be a full swing episode on that. I don't know. Could be. Um, but, like, the leaderboard was 
I just flipped it on and there were six guys tied for first, I think. Yeah. On like the 16th hole. I did see that where it was just a who's who on the leaderboard. Yeah, it was a lot of big names. And I was wondering like, I should have looked this up, but what's the most amount of people that have gone to a playoff in a tournament? I think one year there were five. Because like kids won in a playoff with, it was at least four guys. How does that, do they all? They all play one hole. In one in yeah. one group? I believe so. I think they all play together. That would together. be wild. Yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's interesting. Like, I saw him mark the putt when it was almost, it could have dropped at any second. Yeah. Yep. He. Uh, I mean, you have to. Hovland told him to. And yeah. then Hovland choked. And so this is something where I was like, when I mark my ball, I put it like right up against the ball. Mm-hmm. Like from where his mark was to the ball, there was like this much room. In- I noticed that. Yeah. I was like, can you, how close do you have to mark it? I don't know. That's a good question. Cause I've always wondered. Like, Could he if- mark it like a foot behind it? I don't know. Cause like, I always think about that. Like how exact do you have to be like when you put, your mark behind the ball because you can you could move it up like an inch technically i feel like you very easily i feel like you probably can't like mark it in front of the ball no and because it would just be weird if you marked in front and then put your ball behind that's just weird right like you'd have to be a psycho to do that i don't know what the rule on that is but that'd be i'd be curious to know because like i'm sure you obviously can't move it forward and Mm -hmm. you can't move it to like the side Mm mm-hmm can you just like mark it wherever I behind? I don't know. <laughs> I thought that was weird. It was very weird. But like you can't get too close because then if it if you go to mark it and you knock it in, yeah. Then you, I almost wouldn't have marked it just because, God forbid, you m- go to mark it and you like drop your mark and it knocks the ball in. Like what is what happens? Then? I don't know if that's another good question. I don't know. Or if you go to mark it. It was so cool. Like, it was about to drop. Yeah. Like, I would honestly just, like, finish it out. Just don't even mess with it. Yeah. I don't know. I get you want to have, like, the moment, but there's just too much to lose. Imagine, like, just being in his position, first chance to win a PGA Tour event, and having a, what was it, like, 40, 40 feet? Yeah. 40-foot lag putt, like, bender. Yeah. And you have to two-putt. How many times are you two putting that? Not very many. <laughs> like very, few. and then he almost made it. Like yeah. that was just incredible. It was perfect. Yeah, I saw Spieth. Thought he like, I never know what to think with Spieth when he does his little antics because mm-hmm. he thought he pushed it. Either he thought he pushed it or it wasn't going to get there, and he started walking after it, and then it goes in, <laughs> and like he hits a shot and he twirls it, and then it's, it's just terrible. Forty yards left. Yeah. <laughs> And he, I, he does just, that a lot on drives. Like he'll twirl it, and it's just, and then he's he'll twirl it, and then he says four, and it's like I don't think I've ever seen a shot where he doesn't twirl it. Yeah, just always does. Um, I would love to play. I would love to just be a fly on the wall of a round with Tyrrell Hatton, because he he was in the contention for it, and every shot didn't matter wh- where it went if it was good if it was bad he was like complaining and like yelling and screaming like yeah. the whole time i just like, i want to know what he says yeah it's funny to like hear clips of him but i just never been able to like really go all in with hatton i don't no. know why 
Yeah. Maybe I'm just like missing something where he's like really entertaining. I just I'm no, I don't. I mean, he is entertaining, but I just want to know like what he says. Yeah, because he just freaks out all the time. But yeah, good for Kurt Kitayama. Yeah. Um, let's move into the roulette spin. Chris has sixteen. Okay, sixteen. Trevin has seventeen. Seventeen. Tommy has twenty-two. Twenty-two. I have twenty-four. Twenty-four. I'm going to do five. Five. Is that it? Yep. All right. This is for 50 each. 50 each. Oof. Here we go. 24. Come on. Come on, five. One. Oh, my gosh. It's one. Will, will anyone ever get it? Dealer wins. Red one classic because like this all came from part of my take does lottery ball Mm -hmm. and i was thinking about this the other day when i was listening and the reason they've got it so many times is because they do three a week we do this once a week so it makes sense that they're getting it multiple times that's fair we do this once a week i don't don't know. know someone eventually will but the pot is getting large fast because potentially somebody, the last spin in the, because we've capped it at a year. It, yes. It's just, it can get too much. <laughs> like if we do, like if nobody gets it for the full year, the last one will be for 260 each. Oh, that'd be like a grand, a thousand dollars. Yeah. Because 52 weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Times five. So 260 Ooh. each. Yeah, that's a lot. I don't know. We'll maybe we'll reevaluate at some point. Yeah, someone's gonna hit it soon. Yeah, I feel like we've guessed. Everybody's, I feel like, guessed something that's hit like a week later. Mm-hmm. So somebody's gonna get it. Someone is gonna get it. Yep. All right. Good pod, two man pod today, and yeah, we got Ismail Smith Flores interview right now. Check it out. This is the Boys Down Bad podcast, and we now welcome on a Nebraska football tight end recruit, Ismail Smith-Flores, to the pod. Welcome on, man. What's up, man? Thank y'all for having me. Hey, we appreciate it. So, the first thing I wanted to tell you, um, I saw your tweet at Coach Rule a couple weeks ago. Um, It was a video of you throwing down a pretty sick dunk, um, and you asked, I heard you like athletes. I don't know if he replied to you, but we just want to tell you that we do like athletes at Nebraska. We do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, he retweeted it, so I think he got the message. <laughs> okay, good, good. Um, another thing we wanted to say, we have some ins on the basketball team, so if you're interested, we could uh, we could talk to Hoiberg and talk you up a little bit. Oh, man, you know, it's crazy because last year I was actually getting recruited by Nebraska, so I think I got my, you know, a For little basketball? bit. Basketball? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no way. Yeah, I was. So I think I got my ins. I'm already telling okay, you. Okay, okay. I take it back. Oh, <laughs> uh, good. Hey, the boys are hooping, though. You've been watching them? Yeah, I've been keeping up. They're doing real good right now. They're they doing real good. Make a Big Ten run, and who knows? Yeah, I'm trying to see them in that tournament. That would Absolutely. be big. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um, so let's go back to the beginning for you. Obviously, you're not playing basketball right now. Um, but was basketball your dream growing up? Uh, no, football was. That's the crazy okay. thing. It got stifled by my dad. He kind of put it to the 
to the side. He's like, nah, you're not playing that. We playing basketball. So he's like, okay. So that's <laughs> which I went. So I saw you only played one year of high school football. Is that right? Yeah, this is my first time. One year ever playing football. I never played growing up or nothing. Oh, so, really? That's your first year ever? Yeah, ever. Like nothing at all. Like peewee, any of that. Jeez, that's insane. Like how how was that process like jumping in as a senior and getting recruited by all these big schools? I mean, it was crazy because it was probably like like week five or something like that. Like it was like right in the beginning of the season. So it was probably like a month and a half in of me playing. And then I just get like two back-to-back Big Ten offers. I'm like, okay, like, <laughs> like yeah, this might be my sport now. I can do this. That's sick. Um, So I saw your huddle film. Um, Obviously, you didn't have a ton of plays because you've only had one year there. But your first play, you you just look way bigger than everyone on the field. Was this high school football just super easy for you or what? I don't know if it was easy, but it definitely wasn't hard. Let me put it like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so take us to the story of how you initially um, got the Nebraska offer and why you ended up choosing Nebraska. So basically, it's, it's a pretty long story. But so um, – the day I got it, I was actually just getting done with my uncle's repass. He had just passed away. So we just got uh, done with his funeral. So we we're in New Jersey at the time. I, I was actually about to take a vi- like a visit to records that same week. So I get back. We at uh, my uncle's house. And so I'm chilling and I get a call from Coach Wager. And it's like his first week at Nebraska. So it wasn't like nothing crazy. Like he, he had been talking to me. You know, that's my guy. So he calls me like every once in a while. But he calls me out of nowhere. I'm like, okay, whatever. I answer. And then he, it was probably like a two minute conversation. Like it wasn't even long. He was just like, "Hey man, like, you know, like, I've, I finally got settled in in Nebraska. So, you know, I just want to let you know, like, you're gonna be the first person on my offer." I was, like, oh. I was like, "All right, cool, coach." I'm like, "That's a bet." And so at that time, like I was saying, with my uncle coming back from uh, his funeral, like he's like a real big part of my life. You feel me? And like growing up, he always told me, like, "Look, when you make it, like, I'm gonna be your agent, like this and that." Like he's talking about <laughs> all my games, like, so. When that happened, I was like, okay, like, you know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, that was from him. He sent that down for me that day. So when that happened, I was like, all right, like, that's kind of a sign. So once I got that, I was like, yeah, it's pretty much a done deal at that point. Love that. That's an awesome story. Um, A lot of the guys that we've talked to, we've had a lot of recruits on, they have, like, crazy Husker Nation stories. Like, they'll just be walking around in public in a random place, and they'll be like, hey, aren't you, like, didn't you just commit to Nebraska? And just wild stories like that of Husker Nation seeing people in the wild – do you have any crazy stories like that? Has Husker Nation just been incredible since you uh, committed here? Yeah, it has. It's crazy because, like, even in Texas, like, it's big. And you wouldn't, like, expect it to be crazy in Texas, but it is. But, I mean, my story, like, it's it's funny because my girlfriend, her family's from Nebraska, right? Okay. So one day she just takes me out the blue. She was like, yeah, like, my grandma sent me this video. I was like, all right, whatever. So because her grandma's standing there. She sends me a video. I'm on the news, and she's he's texting me. It's like, is this your boyfriend? Like, isn't this? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I didn't know they was really like moving like that in Nebraska. So once that happened, I was like, all right, like, yeah, like their fans are crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. So one of the questions I was doing a little research. Um, obviously, your dad played at Iowa. Was there a lot of pressure to go to Iowa? Was is always Nebraska? Uh, well, from like my family, no, there was no pressure. You know, my dad, he just wanted me to go wherever was best for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, obviously, like, outside noises, you know, pretty much everybody was telling me go to Iowa. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the legacy is crazy because, I mean, he's pretty much regarded as, at least defensively, the, the best player to ever play at Iowa. You know what I'm saying? You can argue, like, 
overall best player, like whatever. He's really good. You know what I'm saying? So they say I would have no clue, but that's what they say. So you feel me? So obviously a lot of people tell me like go carry on that legacy. But I mean, his message to me was always just, you know, just go wherever's best for you. He don't care if it's Iowa. If it's Iowa, that's great. If it's not, then don't go there. Just go wherever it's you because I'm my own person. You know what I mean? So I gotta do what's best for me. Absolutely. Well, we just want you to know that you made the right decision. Yeah, that was a good call. <laughs> I know it. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, Coach Rule new this year. What were your first um, impressions of him as well as the new staff? I know, obviously, with Coach Wager playing for him, you knew him. But um, aside from him, what what has the staff been like initially? I mean, my first impression of him, uh, the first time I ever met him, he came to my basketball game. So... Right. I always, like, I heard about him a lot because uh, when he was at Temple, he coached my cousin. So I knew about him man, and how he turned that program around. But then he's, like, a real big Texas guy. You know what I'm saying? I think he coached Peter Hill or something like that. And then, um, obviously, what he did with Baylor. And so, like, everybody, like, in the DFW, like, they love Matt Rule. So my first impression was just, like, he's kind of larger than I like. He walked in a building in the game, and, like, it seemed like everybody was going crazier for him than it was the game. Like, everybody screaming the whole student section, oh, my gosh. He walked to the student station, he's dapping up his students. I'm like, oh, I, said, I did not know he was cool like that. So, you know what I'm saying? He come to me in a warm-up line, he dapped me up. I'm like, okay, like, he's cool people. So, I mean, he he's great. And then all the other coaches I met, they're all real genuine people. You know what I'm saying? That's, like, the best thing I like about it. They're, like, players' coaches. So, like, you can just talk to them. And it's, like, all of them. It's not one person where it's, like, you look at them like, oh, I don't know. It's, like, everybody's real cool. They're real down to earth. And they just seem like they really, like, like being – like a coach they want to help you they want to like be around you and they just love football so that's like really big for me absolutely love to hear that that's awesome yeah so kind of going back to texas high school football playing one year what was kind of texas high school football really like for you obviously on the outside it's crazy to us coming from nebraska there's not a ton of like we don't have any you know those huge schools what was it kind of like for you I mean, it's it's big, you know what I'm saying? Like, you would be surprised, like, like you said earlier, like, was high school easy? Like, I made the joke saying it was easy. It wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's a lot of people like me, you know what I'm saying, who was pointing out, like, I'm big, but everybody's pretty big. Like, you run into some schools and you play, like, no lot like, 18 Division one players so they're on the same team. So it's like, okay, it's not really just high school football at this point. Like, these are, like, almost grown men you're playing against. Even on my team, we had, like, shoot, we had, like, number one corner in the nation on our team. We had, like, Everyone, every one of our DBs went Division One, and like I think three of them were Power Five. So it's like it's not like nobody's just like it's not easy. No, nowhere you go, like every team we play, we playing Power Five corners and this and that. So it wasn't just like it's not just fake what people tell you. Like Texas football is like that. Like it's really it's something crazy. And then like the environment around it is different. Like they treat it like it's just I don't know. Like it's like the biggest thing. Like every Friday, like, school almost, like, just shuts down. Like, it's just all football focus. It's crazy. So is it a lot like, you know, I'm sure you've seen Friday Night Lights, right? Yeah. Is that, like, is that actually, like, the vibe? Literally. Like, you you would think they're joking or not. Like, that's exactly what it is. That's insane. Um, Also, going back to high school, so you and your boy Jeremiah Charles went to high school together, right? Yeah. And you both played football, and you're both going to Nebraska now. Is that right? Yeah, that's uh, exactly right. Me and him, we grew up together, so it's for okay. cool. That was my question. Have you have did you guys grow up together? And then what's it like, you know, growing up with someone and then going big time D one with them? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's really no better feeling than just like that's my guy since we've been little kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, we went to middle school together, this and that, and it's just like seeing that is always great. Like, it's always great to see like your friends succeed. That's like bigger than anything. That's a better feeling. 
for me personally, like see my friends succeed and it's like for my own success. So the fact he could go to a big 10 school, you know what I'm saying? And be my school that I'm going to as well. Like that's huge. You know what I'm saying? Especially the path he he had to go on. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't easy for him. He didn't pick up the offer until like two weeks before the signing day. So right. he, he was stressing about it. He was real like worried about where he was going to go to school. And that happened. It was just, it was a sigh of relief for him. And for me, it was just like, I was so happy for him. You know what I'm saying? That's like one of my best friends in the whole world. So it was just great to see. That's awesome. Awesome story. Yeah. So kind of on the recruiting process, what about Nebraska was so appealing? Obviously it's been a little bit rough um, coming in with a first year guy at Nebraska. What about it? It was really like really appealing to you. Uh, the coaches, that's really the big thing I was looking for recruiting. I just want to have good relationships with my coaches because like, obviously we all like, plan to be NFL players and this and that and be great. But I mean, the reality is that's not everything, you know what I'm saying? So you want to have good, like good relationships with everybody. So I want to know, like, even if like, God forbid, like something happened, you know what I'm saying? Like injuries happen in football, you know what I'm saying? I'll still be in an environment where they'll take care of me and look out for me. And then in the future, I'll still be able to, you know what I'm saying? Make a good living and stuff like that. So I knew at Nebraska, like no matter what happens, like I'm going to be taken care of. It don't matter if I'm an all American or if I'm a scrub, I never play. You know what I'm saying? So I know I'm going to be straight here. Absolutely. Um, so watching your film, you kind of give me like Kyle Pitts vibes, like just a big dude, athletic. Who's someone who you really model your game after? Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I did not like I don't even like watch football no more. Uh, so <laughs> it'll tell you, but everybody tells me like Kyle Pitts because he's so like versatile and stuff like that. But I stopped watching once I got to like. I don't know. Once like Michael Vick retired, I stopped watching. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, just, I, I just watched like Lamar Jackson highlights. So yeah. I don't even. <laughs> well, that's even. It's just even more impressive just hearing your story. Like, you know, not following football that much, and then going out playing your senior year and picking up a bunch of D1 offers. That's that's awesome, dude. Yeah, and then I guess is there one game in particular you're kind of looking forward to? I know. Colorado is the game I have circled. I think that's kind of where you're going to know where the season's going. If we beat Minnesota, beat Colorado, I think we're in a really good spot. Is there kind of one game you're really looking forward to? Uh, I think if I'm not tripping, we play Michigan this year, right? I believe so. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've just seen that. So definitely yeah. Michigan. Obviously, they're really good. But then my brother, he, uh, he goes to Michigan. He don't play sports or none. But you know what I'm saying? You that's still just... got to beat him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. That's my older brother. So. <laughs> No, I want to beat their school. So that's definitely the game I have marked. And then Colorado, obviously, you know, Dion and then yeah. the rival. They're like, that's that game going to be crazy right there. So it's going to be insane. It's going to be a red <laughs> sea there. Um, What are you most excited for coming to Nebraska? Man, I'm just excited just getting ready to work and just untap my potential. And that's really all it is because I really believe like I could really be something special. You know what I'm saying? Right now, I'm real raw. So I'm just kind of just going out there being an athlete, which, you know what I'm saying, is doable now. But I want to learn, like, the ins and outs of the game and then just really just get better. I really feel like the sky's the limit for me. You know what I'm saying? Right now, like, it's kind of, like, crazy to say. But, you know what I'm saying, I really think I could be, like, really one of the best, like, out there. So that's really just what I'm really excited for, just getting better. All right. That's all we got for you, Ismail. This has been awesome, man. We're really pulling for you next year, um, and we can't wait to see you in red. Yes, yeah, sir. I appreciate y'all, man. This is good. This is fun. You bet. Go Big Red, baby. Man, go big red. You know, throw the bones up. You yeah, throw the bones. We love <laughs> it. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all. All right. Thank you, Ismail. Awesome interview. Awesome guy. I still love that he came to Nebraska over Iowa. It's yeah. Incredible. It's crazy. Like, it's good parenting that, like, you don't force your kid to go to Iowa. Yeah. But also, like, it'd be really hard, I feel like, as a parent not to, like, 
not like show force, any emotion. Yeah, yeah, like not force them to go to Iowa, but also like not kind of being there. Like you know, it'd be a huge deal if you really went to Iowa. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'll just go to Nebraska. Yeah, it's like <laughs> their rival. Yeah, <laughs> and it wasn't only his dad. He had multiple family members go to Iowa. I think. Yeah, yeah. I. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. I would have thought for sure. I feel like if it's any other school, like. I wouldn't want to go to Iowa. No, I wouldn't either. I hate Iowa. But um, also only playing football for one year and picking up D1 offers. Just like, makes no sense. It's incredible. You're just, a, just an athletic freak. Can't We're excited to watch him. him. Excited to watch him. All right. This is the Boys Down Bad Podcast. I'm Dylan. Peters. Have yourself a top 10 weekend.